Good morning, seven minutes after nine o'clock. It is Frost Your Buns Friday, a very confusing story in uh, the Columbia, Missouri, and I'm not quite sure I can figure out who is what. We'll get to that. That'll be probably about 45 minutes from now, uh, about uh, quarter to ten. Uh, we've also uh, got a story about some very, very loud kids. They're disrupting the neighborhood. They scream when they play, and the neighbors just want this these kids to shut up, and they won't, even the parents won't stop them. But we're going to start off with what I would describe as perhaps the most embarrassing thing that could possibly happen to a kid in school. Oh, my God, I hope this, I would never, oh, geez. Uh, apparently, this kid had been disruptive in class and abusing the teachers and, and faculty. Uh, he's 12 years old. And he's just, you know, loud and obnoxious and, and, and just not showing any respect to his teachers. So his mother said, you know, if you keep this up, I'm going to go to school, too. I'm going to sit right next to you in school. Well, that didn't stop the kid either. So one day, unannounced, well, the teacher knew. But her son didn't. She showed up in class. And she sat right down next to her son. Uh, and and it was it's an attempt to keep the kid from being unruly. And all I can think of is this would be like the most embarrassing thing that could possibly happen. Brian, can you imagine if your mother showed up in school when <laughs> no, you were 12 years old and, and took a desk right next to you? No. Oh. But I would suspect that this fixed the behavior problem that day. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know for sure, but I just wondered, is this too extreme or is this, uh, did she do the right thing? Well, he will forever be haunted by this. Oh, He's the I'm kid sure whose mother showed up. He was such a cretin in school that his mother had to show up to keep him in line. And she even took a selfie. Yeah, <laughs> with him in the background. Oh, man. So do you think she went too far? Would there have been a better way? What if your kid was doing this? What if your kid was just being unruly in school and wouldn't pay attention, would just wouldn't, wouldn't stop no matter what you told him? What would you do? How would you, how would you stop this? I think it's brilliant myself. Uh, maybe it's it's going too far. I don't know. If she tried, her son had been showing signs of bad behavior since last year. And when he returned to school in September, mother saw no improvement. His mother's threats to sit with him in class did little to change his attitude. So she took matters into her own hands after getting emails from teachers about two incidents that got him in trouble. It all started last year with his behavior change. It's part of growing up, I think, but it's his rudeness and disrespect I cannot stand. After being in contact with the school, she offered to come and sit with him uh, in class. The school agreed. So she turned up unannounced. The mother of five said, I constantly threatened that I'd sit with him in school if needed. And he always laughed it off. I wonder if he's still laughing. Yeah, I wonder how hard and heartily his 
classmates are laughing. He didn't have a clue. He was very embarrassed for sure. I was introduced as his mother. And she took a selfie with, with the kid in the background. And the look on his face is like, oh, God. Would you do that? Would you go to that extreme? Would you take the day off and sit in class with him? Do you think it could have been handled at home? Because it's really, it's going to be lasting. This isn't something that his classmates are going to forget about over the next, oh, say, 18 years. <laughs> I would really like to know if this, if this uh, worked. They didn't really say in the story to uh, no. do a follow-up, but I suspect it did work. <laughs> and if it didn't, it's like, hey, I'll, I'll join you again if you get out of line. Knock it off. Oh, man. And I, I cannot imagine um, what would be left of my face if I had, uh, you know, done this. In front of my parents, it would have been even worse. I, I, my my father had killed me. Um, did did she go too far? Do you like her tactic? Would there be a better way to get this kid to stay in line without embarrassing him for years to come? <laughs> oh man. I was going to say poor kid, but no, I think he deserved it. <laughs> yeah, I think he kind of did, but it's just that it's going to have that lasting effect. I don't think, I don't think she wants him to be teased about it forever, uh, and he will be. Uh, so maybe there was a better way to have handled this. I don't know. I'll find out. You're you were a parent. Did your kids ever do this? Did they no, ever act up in never class? Never got to this stage at all. Uh-uh. <laughs> uh-uh. I know you. It would not have been a good thing. <laughs> Oh, Lord. Let me go to the phones. 800-529-5572 or 874-9390. You can also send me a message. Go to GaryNolan.com. Send me a message. It will pop up here uh, in studio. And uh, let me go to Trisha first. Hi, Trisha. How are you? I am well this morning. And yourself? I, too, am well. What do you think of that tactic? Well... Um, you do not tell children you're going to do something or there will be consequences, and then you do not follow up. So that child knows, or should know now, when his mom tells him something is going to happen. <laughs> oh, yeah. Consequences of behavior. Did, uh, did you have um, kids that uh, be misbehaved in school? Uh, well, they did a couple of times. Uh, how did you handle it? Um, I just told them what would happen, and then the hammer came down. So you told them they didn't believe you, and then you you let loose. What what well, did you do? Here's an, well, here's an example. We're supposed to share household chores. You kids wash the dishes, clean up the kitchen two days a week. Here's your two days. Here's your other two days. I'll do the weekend. So then come the weekends, there was this double sink full of dishes. I said, you need to wash the dishes. I, we said to take turns. If you can't make it because of homework or other things, then we need to trade and learn to give and take. Didn't happen. So I left the dishes. One of them came to me and said, Mom, we don't have any milk. I said, doesn't matter. We don't have any clean cups to put it in. <laughs> Mom, we don't have any cereal. 
doesn't matter. We don't have any clean bowls to put it in. So then it came on and said, uh, Mom, are you eating? And I said, yes, I have a job and I have money. I never ate in their presence. But one of them came to me and said, if we wash the dishes, will you go to the grocery store and buy something for our supper? And I said, yes, I will. <laughs> you do your thing, I'll do mine. So the cupboard was bare. There was no bread, no crackers, no peanut butter. I had to buy, I think it was like $200 for this few years ago, $200 worth of groceries, and I didn't know who was being punished. <laughs> but all the groceries home, and... They, they knew. Like, so you don't the, get your driver's, you know, you have to have the, my insurance gives a discount for at least a B average. If you don't have a B average, there's no car insurance, there's no driving. So did all this work? Did they do the dishes? Yes, they did. No more problems with that, huh? No more problems with that. I shared that with one of my coworkers, and they said, well, it's a wonder they didn't call social services and, and report you for child abuse. And I said, I told them if they ever reported me to child services, I would not ask for them back. <laughs> um, yeah, my, my parents were very similar in that mentality, too. All right, Tricia, thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Oh, yeah, my... Uh, my uh, my parents, you you didn't make that threat of I'm going to call the police or you're abusing me or whatever because my parents would have said, well, you know what, they're, if I'm going to get in trouble, it'll be for murder. So uh, what, what, generally speaking, what were your punishments like when you did something that was uh, against the grain of what your parents thought? Most often it was corporal punishment. Okay. Um, well, I, I guess the most severe punishment that I got from my parents outside of some things we won't talk about was a uh, the dreaded crew cut. I mean, all the way down, <laughs> and it was just it was so embarrassing. I had really? to go to school like that, and yeah, I and guess what? I never <laughs> never did, did what, that again. Yeah, whatever it was. Yep, that's the last time. My father, um, who was a structural iron worker. And his hands were calloused. I mean, they were, it was like a, a board. It was that, that was, uh, I don't know what he was, why it was that it was, but it was. Uh, and he would, uh, he would uh, apply corporal punishment. And, and there was, there was no doubt. There was no doubt um, that you were being punished. Um, occasionally I would get grounded, but, but that was, that was the worst. And my mother, uh, I hesitate to say this, had a rubber hose. Um, that was that was a painful uh, episode, too. So, yeah, I got punished. And, and I was a stinker, too. I was I was hard to raise. I, <laughs> I, think I, I can see that, yeah. Yeah, I'm still, you know, kind of <laughs> out of control. All right, so mom shows up at school. What would you do if you were the student? What would you do if you were mom? If your kids ever acted up, how did you handle it? Give me a call, 874-9390-800-529-5572, or go to GaryNolan.com. It is 22 minutes after 9 o'clock. He was acting up in school, disrespecting the teachers. His mother threatened to show up, to sit right next to him. And it didn't change his attitude. So she, in fact, did just that. Went to school, showed up right alongside him. How embarrassing is that? Would you go that far? Would you do that? Is there a better way? 
Because this kid's going to be haunted by this forever. He'll forever be known as the kid whose mother <laughs> had to show up in school and sit in the desk next to his to keep him in line. And what do you do with your kids? If your kids ever acted up in school, how did you handle it? And, you know, if you've got an experience where your mother or father did something like this, let me know. <clears throat> All right. Uh, Gary says, uh, my kids would not be able to sit for a couple of days. David says, there's a scene in the movie, Remember the Titans, wherein the mother of a football player does the very same thing and attends her son's class. Uh, what wasn't asked, what kind of discipline the kid received at home, I personally think taking all privileges away until the behavior has been proven to be changed uh, raised nine kids that way, and it worked on every one of them. Um, uh, you know, I got a, a message here from uh, a listener who wants to come to the uh, annual Christmas dinner. I wasn't going to announce this until after Thanksgiving, but Jim Babco was on yesterday, and he... He, he spilled the beans. Spilled the beans. Uh, the Christmas dinner is going to be on December 16th, I 16th, think. 16th, yep. It's a Saturday. At 12 o'clock noon at CC City Broiler. Now, I know that uh, requests have been, like, popping up at, at Facebook, uh, my work email, and everything else. Uh, there's no way that I can go through every one of the different opportunities uh, to connect and find all the invitations. So there's one sure way to get in. And I might point out it is already uh, half booked. It's, al it's almost, you know, we're already uh, at the halfway point. In fact, a little past it. If you want to come to the annual Christmas dinner at CC City Broiler on December 16th at 12 o'clock noon, you go to GaryNolan.com, GaryNolan.com, and you send me a message that includes your phone number, the number of people uh, that uh, will be attending with you. Uh, we got uh, lots of people who are showing up by themselves, lots of couples, lots of groups, uh, so just, you know, one, two, four, I don't care. Send me a message. Go to GaryNolan.com, your phone number, your name, the number of people. And that will uh, that'll do the trick. Uh, I have uh, been sending out emails, sent out a bunch of emails confirming today. A couple of them bounced back. I don't know if that's because they're using their, uh, if they made a mistake with uh, entering their email or whatever. But I am responding. And if we, uh, it, it, we this usually happens, we end up uh, with a full restaurant. And then uh, something will happen at the last minute. Family changed their plans. Somebody's coming to visit, whatever. Um, if the, if we, we, we get filled, I will put you on a waiting list. You'll know that you're on a waiting list. And that way, if somebody drops, I can move you in. But again, Saturday, and, and you do pay for your own dinner. I'm not buying... Um, <laughs> I'm probably filling the whole place with no, 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 I'm, I'm working radio can't afford that uh, Jim Babka is coming in from out of town to speak uh, we've got one other speaker um, nobody talks for too long because that's not what you're there for it's just to have fun talk to folks um, and, and the restaurant is ours it's, we get it to ourselves you can do that too by the way, you can call CC's and make an arrangement for that. They don't do it just for me. Uh, so Steve and I will try to respond to you in a few minutes. Let's see, on your program today, talking about how parents discipline their kids. Mine 
would ground me from my radio and books before I started working. After, I would, I would get what? I would get grounded uh, from uh, driving to work. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, let me go to the phones here because this is what we do. Renee, good morning. Good morning, Gary. Hey, I'm a former teacher, taught a long time. One of my favorite stories was probably 1999. I had a parent who was a paraprofessional at the school, and I had her son in class. And uh, the son wasn't uh, stellar at turning in his work on time. As a matter of fact, he just didn't turn in his work. And so she stopped by my room one day randomly, and she said, hey, has Fluffy turned in his work today? And I said, well, as a matter of fact, he has not turned in his work today. I saw her go like 3,000 shades of red, and she said, may I borrow my son for a moment? I said, absolutely. So she marched her son down to the principal's office, asked if she could borrow his office and his belt. And he said, <laughs> sure. <laughs> the principal took off his belt. She went in there with her son, closed the door, gave him a beating, sent him back to class. And uh, I didn't have any problem with uh, late assignments after that. Wow. Wow. Oh, <laughs> now, man. that's parenting, my friend. That's parenting. <laughs> that would not happen today, I will I, say. But Yeah. What, what do you think about uh, corporal punishment from the uh, faculty? You know, if you're teaching and a, a kid's out of line, um, oh. can you spank him? Should you be able to? What do you think? Um, we often did it in our minds and came up with creative ways that we would do it. But no, no, I don't, I don't think that's my place. And to be honest, in today's society, you just can't. You'd be putting yourself at risk for too much. What if, this, um, what if the parents said, yeah, we're, we're good with that? If they sign something, yeah. all day long, my friend, because I think it would, I think it would make a huge difference. Um, yeah, I would never, yeah. I would never ask my parents if it was okay to get uh, paddled in school because then, then I'd be in more trouble. My parents would have supplied the paddle. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, exactly. Renee. Thank Take you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah. Uh, Ken Ingle, the uh, shop teacher at Roxborough, made his paddle and had the holes in it, gave that same old story. I guess everybody hears that story. The holes are so that the wind passes through the paddle and it hurts more. No, nobody stood up. Nobody got out of line there. Um he just <laughs> he just ruled with an iron fist. Uh, let's see. Michael says, we homeschooled, so misbehavior was at home. When our kids acted up, we had to tailor the punishment to what the kid hated. Push-ups, burpees. What are burpees? Brian, have you ever heard of burpees? I have not, no. Uh, let's see. And uh, running laps worked for a while. We told our kids they'd be well-behaved or strong. My son chose strong. He could do 100 push-ups and, uh, and look up and not out of breath and say more. Turned out fining him a quarter was like killing him. Group misbehavior was often greeted with prison food. Oh, that's neat. Find out what their, uh, what their weakness is. All right, quick break. Gary Nolan, Zimmer, Radio Network. This is the Gary Nolan Show. So mom showed up at school because the kid wouldn't listen. He was acting up. And uh, she literally sat at a desk right next to him. 
you go too far? I don't know. Justin says that mother deserves an award for going to school. No, she did not go too far. Kids uh, need more cases like this. This one was kind of amusing, Brian. I got this from Mark. He said, testing your mama, I was uh, like 15, 16 years old, and my parents had unjust, unjustifiably, of course, forbidden me to do something. Then found out that I'd done whatever was forbidden. Mom said she was going to whip me up one leg and down the other. At that point, I said two of the most stupid words I've ever said in my life. I said, try it. <laughs> OMG, he writes, that was almost the end of me. This little tiny woman chased me around the house like in a TV sitcom waving a doubled over belt at me. Finally, I realized mom had less upper body strength than dad, so I let her catch me. She told me to bend over, and she really did whip me from one thigh and down the other. Don't test your mom. That was the lesson. All right. Uh, what else do we have? We've got a couple of other ones here. All right. Uh, it, it, it really does. Uh, nobody, nobody has more control over you than your parents. If they don't have control over you, you're just uncontrollable. At least that's been my experience. 874-9390-800-529-5572. While we're talking about kids, I've got another one, another story here. Uh, there are, in, in this neighborhood, uh, there are four families that are really upset with their new neighbors. They've got three screaming, screeching, this, I'm reading this uh, right off the, uh, screaming, screeching, constantly yelling children between the ages of three and eight. We can tell from the noise when they wake up in the morning, when they leave for school, when they come home, thankfully, when they go to sleep. We have nothing against young children. Most of the kids in the area produce the normal amount of noise, and it doesn't bother us. We especially dread pool time. Uh, this can last from one hour uh, to six, intolerable. These kids don't play. They yell and screech. During these scream fests, it's impossible to read, watch TV, relax, or converse. A nap is out of the question. When they bring friends over, it's so bad we have to leave our homes and go elsewhere. We have approached this neighbor and explained that the screaming is too much. But the man wasn't receptive to our plight and became extremely unpleasant. Our neighborhood used to be a paradise until this family moved in. We all try to be considerate of one another, all except for this neighbor. And the advice given was, make friends with the kids, serve them treats occasionally, and ask them to please not scream when they're playing because it gives you a headache. It won't eliminate the screaming, but it could cut down on the noise. Stereo headphones <laughs> might also be the answer. Listening to calming music at times such as these could be a blessing. What about, um, you see, now this, this happened to me this past year. Uh, where the, uh, the, the next door, is, it's a swimming pool, and uh, they've got a couple of daughters, and all of their friends come over, and they're screaming and making noise, and it goes on late into the evening. And they play their music. So what I was thinking of doing, and I, I ran this past Gwen, and we, we refrained 
if, if you've listened for any length of time at all, you know that I'm a fan of the Rat Pack. Uh, Dean Martin, Frank Sinatra, Sammy Davis Jr. I was thinking of turning up that music so that, you know, it was, you know, kind of overwhelming for them. Struck me as, as, as a pretty good idea. May, may, not have, may not have been the best idea, but that was my idea. But Gwen said no. So what would you do, Brian, if your neighbor kids were screaming and yelling like that? I mean, these kids just can scream. Yeah, I, I've never encountered that. I mean, I've heard kids outside playing before, but I mean, if it got to be to where it was a nuisance, I'd probably go down and have a conversation with the with the parents or something, or, hey, guys, can you keep it down a little bit? I've got, you know, make something up. My, my sick wife is trying to sleep. <laughs> I don't know something. It's just one of those things. Kids are going to be kids, and they play, and they make noise. We We did it. You know, I, I mean, don't, you know, I honestly, I don't remember ever screaming. These kids scream. I mean, you'd think they were being uh, stuck with a hot poker. I, I, I it, it's not, um, I don't remember uh, my, my cousins, uh, roughly the same age when we were kids. We never did, we never did any of that kind of screaming. But these kids, they're just loud. And screeching is it? Uh, it all it's almost painful. I don't know. Uh, it, I I just I would, um, and, and this was my suggestion. Uh, Gwen Gwen shut it down, but I wanted to play my music loudly. Yeah, but then you're disturbing your other neighbors that might not like Dean Martin. <laughs> no, no, nobody doesn't like Dean Martin. Uh huh. The king of cool. I don't know. Uh, it's 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 troublesome, especially when the parents won't do anything about it. Uh, and in the case that I was just telling you, the 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 father said, you know, nothing, just let it go. He he didn't do a thing about it. <sighs> okay, uh, let's see. Good Friday morning, uh, Rebecca says. Got a dad joke for you. What do clouds wear under their pants, Brian? Uh, tell me. Thunderwear. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, uh, this again, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, 874-9390-800-529-5572 or go to GaryNolan.com. Send me a message. It pops up right here in studio. You know, I just went to a uh, Christmas dinner last night and uh, I sang uh, White Christmas and uh, it turned out to be Napkin Cole. How's that? Uh, uh, that's terrible. <laughs> How do you get a horse out of the bathtub? I don't know. Pull the plug. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> that is so horrible. It was my mother's favorite joke. Uh, all right, let's move on. We got some serious talk here that we've got to get to on a Froster Buns Friday. Uh, Democrats are looking to give voting rights to foreign nationals. Uh, right now, the Boston City Council in, in Boston, Massachusetts, are looking to extend local voting rights to foreign nationals uh, th- th- these are uh, th- that are in the United States with visas and green cards and other forms of legal status. The argument that's being made, which is not, you know, not a, not a bad argument, the immigrants 
uh, with legal status, pay taxes, they contribute to the economy, but they're not able to participate in the electoral process. City Councilman uh, says, uh, I believe it's a violation of one of our fundamental American principles. By moving this home rule petition forward, Boston can begin the process of making good on our promise to build a city that is for everyone. What do you think? They do pay. If they're here with a green card, they're paying taxes. Should they be able to vote in local elections? They can't vote in the national elections. That Democrats will have to wait for that, but that's probably their, their goal. They're paying taxes, but they don't get to vote. Does that seem fair? 874-9390, toll-free 800-529-5572. Uh, let me go to the phones here. Brian, I'm, well, boy, I just hit the wrong button. I got Brian instead of... All right, Brian, good morning. Good morning. Say, I was, I was watching the news last night about the uh, efforts of the union trying to get uh, their contract with the Boone County, or Daniel Boone Library System. And they had a woman on there that said she'd worked there 20 years and made $15 an hour. And is that the library's fault or is that her fault? Her fault. Because, exactly. So uh, I, I just, I was listening to this and I couldn't believe it. Um, so, hey, could you give me a raise because I feel like it or I, I don't have any skills worth more than $15 an hour? I'd sure appreciate it. Well, you know, the argument is, and this is just common sense. If you think you're worth $25 an hour and your boss is paying you 15 go find somebody who will pay you what you think you're worth. If you can't, exactly. If you can't find somebody willing to pay you that, then you're not worth it. Exactly. All yeah, right. it's just crazy. I'm just watching that going, shaking my head. Crazy making it is indeed. Brian, thank you for the call. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. It is Froster Buns Friday, so let me hop up to James here, who should have gone before. James, good morning. Morning, Gary. I got a. I like the Rat Pack, but a better song might be. And I got a couple of quick comments after this. Uh, play the opening theme to uh, the movie Pat, and just keep playing it over and over. That's <laughs> that, that's interesting. So anyway, a comment on uh, what what a disgraceful couple of days ago or yesterday, whenever it was the communist president we have in the United States welcoming the communists like Stalin over here and then the business leaders kind of praising him too and also uh, I don't know if you saw it, it's about 55 minutes long on the 15th uh, Chip Roy's blasting the Republicans wow what a speech if there's any hope for the Republican Party maybe I saw it from Chip Roy who is also a DeSantis, DeSantis supporter I'll let you have you seen that speech? I've seen him. I I, I just caught him uh, uh, yesterday. I think I caught some uh, audio from him. He but dressed down the Republican Party. I mean, it is inspiring. It, it made me. It gave me chills all over, feeling good. And he really dressed down the Republican Party. They they preach fiscal conservatism, but they don't practice it. Even right. when they have. You know, you could you could you could argue uh, that you know the the fifties, the sixties, the seventies, the eighties uh, that they didn't have control of the House, the Senate, and the White House. They never had all three of those until the nineties. But when they did have all that control, they didn't cut spending. Yeah, he pointed that out under Trump. He did. He pointed that he blasted Trump a couple times, and yeah, he uh, it's 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 worth listening to. I, I'd I'd listen to the whole thing. It's fifty five minutes long. 
but if you're a conservative Reagan Republican like me, it 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 felt good because we've sure had a lot of BS the last several years, and it's I don't know if there's any hope for this country or not unless DeSantis gets in there. All right. James, thank you for the call. Up against the clock, got to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Gary Nolan, Zimmer, Radio Network. The Osama bin Laden letter, we'll get to that probably about uh, 5 after 10. But Brian and I were chatting uh, just now about the difference between Democrats and communists. I don't see much of a difference. Really, I honestly don't. I, I know that uh, you know a lot of Democrats listening right now are screaming, no, 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 that's not even reasonable, that's not even close. But really, what is the difference between you as a Democrat and the communists? Degree. That's the only difference. Both believe in central planning. Both will lie to you. They will do whatever they can to stay in power. What's... And, and, and if you think, well, the Democrats aren't violent, they're, they're not doing the sorts of things that, uh, that the Communist Party in China is doing. Well, actually, they are violent, even here. Yeah, but the Black Democrats uh, would do it the right way. They would do it uh, democratic communism, they'd call it. <laughs> you know, but Remember that when we were talking about socialism, and it's like, no, no, no. We wouldn't do that. We would have democratic socialism. It's yes. so much different. Yeah, there and there is no difference. Uh, socialism is socialism. Socialism is just communism's little brother. They both rely on force to make you do what they want you to do. They both believe in central planning. They will both get violent if they can't have what they want. That's isn't that if I were to run through those traits, you wouldn't know if I was talking about a communist or a democrat. And, you know, one of the problems we have is the, the education system is dominated by leftists who are indoctrinating kids who are going into the media and repeating those socialist, um, you know, views. And where are these kids getting their news? Do you know where they, this is interesting, Pew Research did a poll this week, 14% of American adults say they regularly get their news from TikTok. 14% get their news from TikTok. And that lower, that that's actually lower than for Facebook. 30% get their news from Facebook. Twitter is at 12%. So... These kids, they don't, they've been indoctrinated. They're going to, you know, these couple of sources that are generally speaking left-leaning for their information. They don't have access to the other side of the coin. It's, it's no wonder that we've got kids out there who are, you know, looking at this Osama bin Laden letter, for instance, and saying, oh, well, uh, he had reason to attack us. And it was because of Israel. This this lack of knowledge, and, and now, don't get me wrong, his his main argument was originally that we were in Saudi Arabia, which he thought was holy land, and we shouldn't have been there, and we shouldn't have been there. 
But this guy is a, was a, a radical Islamist. He killed innocent people in what is arguably, I guess inarguably, the largest attack on American citizens ever. And these kids are watching these TikTok videos and, and they're, they're agreeing with him. <laughs> well, he had a point, didn't he? Yeah, if he wore his hat right, nobody would notice. So, you know, I think that TikTok is controlled by the Chinese. I don't think they're really upset about this. They're, you know, they say they're taking this stuff down and, and uh, it, it, it's, uh, it's not going to be an issue. We got to find a way to get to these kids. We've got to make them understand that socialism, communism, and what the Democrats stand for are the same, all the same. They've got to understand the Constitution and, and what our foreign policy is supposed to be like. We're not even supposed to have a standing army. Really, we're not supposed to have a standing army. We're, we're just constantly violating all the rules the Founding Fathers gave us, all of the liberty they gave us. We've, we've brainwashed these kids... They're not getting information. They're not getting the news. And they're buying into these arguments. I mean, these kids, many of them are young enough that they, they don't remember or know what happened when the, when the uh, World Trade Center was bombed. Or, I guess, well, would you say bombed? I, I guess with an airplane. Or the Pentagon. My God, we're in trouble. Getting your news from TikTok and Facebook? The insanity of that should terrify you. You know, what's dying in America is newsprint. And that's kind of a shame, too, because it is probably... uh, the best way, the best source of information. Because they can... They can print paragraph after paragraph. If you're watching uh, TV, they only get 30 minutes. I don't know. We don't educate these kids. We're going to be in trouble. Gary Nolan Show, Zimmer Radio Network. This is the Gary Nolan Show.